Welcome to the North South Podcast. It's been a minute. We had a little bit of a, a little, excuse me, I'm hiccupy tonight, guys, and my voice is not back yet. We had a little bit of a misunderstanding with editing nonsense, but here we are. Two weeks later, we're back. We're better than ever. It's we're Zanelli back. and Jacobs. Guess he's back of the week. The North South Podcast. We're back. Post wedding weekend, we are I, back. I still don't fully have my voice. What a I, night. Well, what a weekend, so, actually. What a, what a whole weekend, dude. I'm still tired. And can we give another congratulations to our good friends, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jeremy and Jordan Stahl? The Stahls. Stop it up. Thank yeah, you guys that... again for uh, having us as your fellow groomsmen in the wedding. Let me tell you, that was an absolutely legendary weekend, an awesome wedding. And I know we're biased because, you know, that they're like our, our close friends. But what a beautiful couple. They, like they, that, they look so good together. Well, like I said, I you, you, you heard it when I had to do the best man speech. Yeah. I, I said they are the foundation of what true love is. And yeah. it is that's been like that for years. Mm-hmm. And I love I love seeing them happy together. It, it really it really warms my heart. I know, I I got goosebumps right now thinking about it, dude. It was just such an absolutely beautiful weekend uh, with with the best people in such a beautiful space, too. Um, I made a new friend, Jeremy's mom, my bucket buddy. What's up? Uh, what's up, Sue? What's up, Sue? Um, she messaged me on Facebook. Did I tell you? It was so nice. I was like, bucket buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I miss you already. She didn't kick my ass. Fun fact. No, because I was the drunkest one, and I wasn't even there. We were picking up Logan at the airport. I was already gone. <laughs> oh, that fucking bucket, man. I'll tell you. Was I the drunkest at the wedding? Sorry, we're not talking sports for a minute, guys. We're talking wedding. Um, Well, it definitely wasn't Austin. I don't know. He was gone. I don't was think he? you realize he was, he was very toasty. Uh-huh. He just gets very happy and smiley, yeah. I mean, I drank a lot, but I surprisingly, I wasn't as drunk as I thought I was. I think because I, I ate, I ate so much. I know I finished Liz's plate. <laughs> Arguably the best appetizers I've ever had. I Just wish so- I could. I didn't know. I, I I had one brie bite and one meatball. The brie bite. Oh, yo, oh. they gave us some to take home. They were elite. Stop. Yeah, they were delightful. Even Logan, he's eating like four or five in the back seat on the way home, and he goes. 
oh, these are good when they're not even hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man's right there, dude. But uh, our our wedding season isn't over yet. Not even close. And I'm in the next wedding as well. Again. I Jacob's, would just be a participant. Yeah, but either way, we're having a fucking blast, dude. Uh, I'm going to be the Logan of Jeremy and Jordan's wedding. Well, Logan will be there, and... too, so. <laughs> hey, now. You'll, you'll both be the Logan. <laughs> L- Logan squared. You'll be the Jenna of the wedding. Hey, I'll take it. Oh, yeah. That's 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 my hero, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited. But first, Steve, there's one more milestone event you'll be attending as well. Oh, Oh, I already know. It's on Cinco de Mayo. It's on Cinco de Drinko. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a hell of a time, dude. Steve has decided, as Jacob's best friend, he will be attending with Jenna Jacob's graduation weekend. And I have not been more erect in my life. Breaking news? Breaking news? Um, yeah, we are here. It is the North South Podcast, guys. Uh, the Shorts is a little busy tonight helping mommy with who knows what. So, Jacobs and Zanelli are here to recap the last two weeks with you. And luckily, it's not like middle of NFL season because two weeks will feel like an eternity. But we do, we still do have a good bit of stuff to go over. We actually Uh, have a lot of topics, actually. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of topics, but not a lot to talk about within those topics. Correct. So let's just hop right in. Uh, one of the the kickoffs, essentially, to the Major League Baseball season, which is getting underway. You are listening. Well, we're, it's Tuesday as we were recording. Uh, season starts on Thursday. So you'll be listening to uh, hopefully on opening day or the season will have already started uh, to the North South Podcast. So baseball is back. And the World Baseball Classic what a tournament to kick off my hypeness for this 2023 MLB season. Um, USA in pool play floundered for a minute against Mexico, got their asses handed to them, but were able to come back on tiebreakers, uh, get all the way to the the final of the World Baseball Classic, essentially on the back of Philadelphia Phillies, if we're being real here, uh, Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber. Absolutely, Trey Turner was Mr. USA in that tournament, dude. Five home runs in the World Baseball Classic, and they were nukes. Literally, they just every time he hit a ball, it was just a piss missile. He he has a, a beautiful swing. Him and Schwarby, dude, they both. I know we're biased, but like that's gonna be a nasty one too at the top of the lineup, man. Any anytime I think of a Schwarbomb, Schwarber bomb, I think of Chris Berman. Back, 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 back. <laughs> <laughs> you do that too good. <laughs> Gone. What I would do to see Chris Berman call Kosh Schwarber one time, like to just be the, or even even like a like you know Sunday night, you know if he did like a Sports Center, Schwarber hit back. I like I like I like that it's the the short pause between the first and second back. 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 <laughs> yeah, back 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 back. Hold on, man. Whoa, 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 whoa! Take it easy, man. Oh man, but uh, it, it was pretty cool though. You know, Schwarber hit uh hit the home run. I want to say it was like the first game of the World Baseball Classic, and then didn't hit another home run until the final. Guess who it was off of? 
you Darvish, the same person he hit the 480-foot nuke off of in the NLCS. I will never forget that home run. I just realized Lars Newtbar is on the Japan team. I think he does. Yes, it's kind of funny. He's like the only person on that team that speaks a lick of English. But <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. It's the truth. But like, yeah, I, uh, I he does have some Japanese descent, though, I do believe. Like, it's not one of those where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, a Rosarena, I don't think, has any kind of Mexican descent. But so what, They could just pick and choose what team they want to? I forget. I, we'll have to look it up, but... A Rosarena, I thought I saw on Facebook, which obviously I could be wrong because it's not always the most, you know, factual thing. But uh, I thought I saw something about he, like, asked the Mexican government or something like that, like, wrote to them. Maybe he did have, like, a, a, a long distant kind of – I don't know. But whatever. He didn't make it to the World Baseball Classic final, although he did look really, really good. <laughs> yeah. He was and- unreal. What what a way to end that championship game by two teammates facing off against each other. It was literally and it was three two count two ounce down a one run game, like you can't get any any more Hollywood than that. Yeah, down and, literally down to the wire. And uh, first of all, let me say Shohei Otani son his fastball. <laughs> is, I, I can't Shohei Otani son. His his fastball <laughs> is like Trout. I mean, Trout can hit a fastball, obviously. It just even Trout every time he swung at it, he was just like, Phew. like damn, like nodding his head, like he's he's bringing it right now. And uh, what a way! Like you think, Smoltz even said he's like, you got to go heater here. He said Trout can't catch up to it. Like you you just throw like that second fastball he threw, the second strike. That thing was right down the middle. And Trout just couldn't get to it. It's insane. And then the 3-2 slider, that thing was filthy. I just – you saw the pitch, right? Yeah. It it, it really hung. Like dude, it just fell off the table last second. Like It hung in the quickest way possible. Yeah. It just – literally. It said – Japan, undefeated tournament. Too, by the way, I believe seven. Oh, they, they, didn't, they didn't lose a game. They did not lose a single game in the tournament. Wow, and it's crazy that you know Trout and Otani, teammates of the LA Angels, who is a dumpster fire, and you have two of the greatest talents of the modern day baseball. Yeah, Otani's gone for this year, if not even halfway through this year. I don't, he, I don't, I see no way he's back with the Angels he, next year. You can get two separate max contracts for pitching and hitting. That is let me, so stupid. Yeah, let me be real here. If somebody were to be willing, I don't. I mean, somebody's going to give him five hundred million dollars. He's deserving of five to six hundred million. Yeah, and and normally, me and you are like, n- no one deserves that type of money. If there's you anybody know. in in the world of sports, no, nobody, because even even Babe Ruth, like that's the con- people. Oh, he's the next Babe Ruth. I'm sorry, Babe Ruth, stopped pitching for a while. You know, like he didn't when he's hitting all these home runs and being this you know, monster that he was being. Shohei's doing both at the same time, both at an MVP level. Like, I guarantee you, if, if he only focused on hitting, he'd probably, like, contend for the batting title, probably hit the most home runs. And if he was only pitching, 
he's probably top three, top five, if not winning the AL Cy Young every year. I, I, you probably agree, but I'm not sure actually. I think his pitching is way better than his hitting. Yeah, and his hitting's incredible. Yeah, his hitting's really good, but his like pitching is lights he's like out. A top 15, he's like a top 15 hitter in all of the game, if not more. He's, he's, he is literally a unicorn. You know what he reminds me a lot of? And I know it's hard to make comps like that. When Ben Simmons was at his best. How did I know you were going to say his name? No, but I knew it. Let's be no, because I was thinking that too. When Ben was at his best, what did everybody say? He's a he's unicorn. unicorn. The only thing he can't do is shoot the ball. Shohei is Ben Simmons in his prime, except a gazillion times better because he does not have a weakness. No. He's fast as hell, too. Beat out a grounder, which right, well, this questionable. It's very, very close. But a man that size, running that fast, pitching that well, hitting nukes the way he does. It's he's literally a created player. Yeah. Like it's 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 insane. It is absolutely insane. Um for as much as it's kind of like, oh, MLB, like they were sucking his dick, you know, a couple years ago with Instagram, like every home run, Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani. Sho- it's like, dude, like, so, I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost like he's underrated right now. Like, it's I, – I say that now and then halfway through the season when, like, every time I go on Instagram or Twitter, this is going to be MLB Network showing Shohei Otani hitting a home run. I'm going to be like, all right, I get it. But, like, the, the dude is insane. I He's and the best I, player in baseball, right? Like, I'm not – no, you're you're not yeah. you're not wrong at all. It's I don't he, think it's he, close he right is now. he is number one. He is the number one player in baseball. And it was it was Trout for a long ass time. It just happens to be his teammate now, who's the number one player in baseball. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think these were the two teams that definitely like these are probably the the preseason baseball classic picks for the finals, right? Think yeah, so? I I think that the two teams for sure. I mean, Japan and USA were up there. Uh, the Dominican Republic was was for sure up there as well. Um, oh, weren't they a huge letdown though? Yeah, they didn't even make out a group play. Um, I mean, Cuba had a really good team. Venezuela had a lot of great play. Mexico was very good, but I mean, yeah, the three teams that I mean, I kind of I expected to win the whole thing. Looking at all of the teams, it was the Dominican Republic, USA, and Japan, and two of those three teams were in the final. So, yeah. Great tournament. It's a lot, a lot of fun to watch. Very I, think good good, I think it's a good transition to uh, talk a little bit about uh, some Philadelphia Phillies MLB baseball. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I want to have some fun with you on this one. I'm going to get my notebook out here in a second. I have not done it yet. We're going to make picks for opening day. I'm just deciding right now. Picks as in, like, who we're gonna, who's going to win? Yeah, just, just opening day. We're going to do it. We're going to have fun. Oh, boy. Here we go. I, I, dude, I haven't even looked at the slate. I just know Phillies and Rangers. That's literally all I know. Uh, is the actual first day on Thursday? Yes. For everybody? Yes, I believe so. Getting my pen out right now. This is terrible podcasting. That's okay. All right. So, Stephen, let's rock and roll. Yes. Opening my notebook. Ooh, Flyers and the Canadians playing tonight. Canadians. Alrighty. Yeah, today is the last day of uh, spring training. It's official. Oh wow. 
So that's exciting. Let me see. It should be every team. Let's see. Uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28. There are all 30 teams playing on opening day. Yes, sir. All right. Also, Phillies have Sunday night baseball. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah. Open in the season. Uh, they're, uh, yeah. They'll be on Sunday night baseball. So that'll be exciting. No, they're playing, they're playing four or five on ESPN plus. Yeah. But I'm Sunday night. They'll be on Thursday night game, Sunday night baseball. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the opening day schedule. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We're going to run through it. Um, we'll go by times. Uh, so let me, I'm going to have to write this as we go. Uh, Braves versus the Nats. Zanelli, give me your pick. Braves, Max Free is so freaking good. And yeah. Washington is still in a rebuild mood. They they lost they lost Juan Soto, I mean. What do they got, you know? Yeah, I, Jacobs is not going to be stupid enough to go with the Nationals. I'm going to go Braves as well in that one. Uh, another 1 o'clock game. A nice interleague game, just like the Phillies. Uh, the Giants and the Yankees. So the right. San Fran versus the New York Yankees. San Fran's got to travel across the country to get to New York. Garrett Cole, I think, is going to have a major bounce back season. Yeah. Um, even though he did fairly good last year, but I think he's going to be even better this year. Uh, I like New York in in Yankee Stadium. All right. Uh, give me. Who we got pitching? Is it uh... uh Logan Webb and Garrett Ooh, Cole? I do like Logan Webb. Also, very cool story. Uh, Twenty year old Anthony Volpe will be the starting shortstop, their top prospect. Um come opening day on Thursday. Pretty cool to see. I think he's like their youngest opening day shortstop since Jeter himself, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But uh, it's it's since like 96. I think it was, that was Jeter. Jeter. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I um, – give me Logan Webb to spoil it. I'm going to give uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Austin's San Francisco Giants on this one. All right. Uh we now shall turn to Orioles and Red Sox. The Baltimore Orioles going to Fenway Park facing the Boston Red Sox. To be honest, I don't know who's favored. I honestly don't. Baltimore's a dark horse team this year. Yeah. Gimme Gibby with the Orioles. I was going to say, you know who their opening day starter is? I know. I saw the name. I was like, former Phillies legend. It's Kyle Gibson. Um, that's my team. Other than the Philly, they're my second team. Uh, Boston's going to be a lot better this year, I will say. Um, Kyle Gibson wouldn't say he's necessarily uh, opening day starter material, but I'm going to go with. Is he their the ace? Um, I'm going to look real quick to see who else. He's not. He's have. not a bad pitcher. He he's really not is. a bad pitcher. He's just not a number one. Um, like number I mean, John, John Me. I just don't. Th- I don't know if John Means is back yet. Is the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the Orioles have Cole Irvin going on Sunday. Another <laughs> former Philly. I'm a little afraid now. Um, but yeah, I'll go Baltimore as well. Um, we have Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers are going to Wrigley Field to face the Chicago Cubs. This is upset alert. I got Chicago at home. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take you on that one as well. Uh, Zanelli and Jacobs are both gonna go with. The Cubbies on that. Although one. I do say Corbin Burns is filthy. Oh, he's nasty. He's na- and that 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 that, uh, that Milwaukee team. I like what they did, moving a lot of pieces around, bringing in uh, William Contreras, Wilson's brother. 
uh, in, you know, some of those moves that were made. Um, I like Andy Swanson too. Well, he's, he's now on, uh, on Chicago Williams in, in Milwaukee. Oh, so, oh, I'm, you're right. Yeah. You're good. Wilson was in Chicago. He's now on St. Louis. So for, he, he's replacing Gotti and Molina going on, uh, the other side of the rivalry. So yeah, we, uh, we'll both go Cubs on that one. Let's see. Uh, three o'clock game. We have the Detroit Tigers going to, uh, the worst ballpark in all of baseball in Tampa Bay. They could have the worst ballpark, but they're a pretty good team still. I'm taking uh, the Rays. McClanahan, great pitcher. Uh, we have. McClan- I don't know. I don't know oh. anything about Eduardo Rodriguez. He, he's a, he's a good pitcher. Um, I want to go Detroit really bad, but I think I got to go with you on this one. Uh, I'm gonna also go with the Tampa Bay Rays to start the season on the right foot. Uh, now we are in the four o'clock games. Give it to me. Phillies, Rangers, Aaron Nola, Jacob DeGrom, old school Annalise matchup. What do you like, Steve? I'm honestly torn. No, I am too. I think that's going to be a good one. Rangers are uh, minus 130, so it's a, it's a close one, but. Very close, actually. Yeah. What's the what's the Phillies plus line on that? Like, what's their money line on that? Uh, let me see. Go down. Uh, money line Texas minus one thirty. Uh, Phillies run line plus one and a half. Money line plus one ten. Yeah, that's stupid close. Like that's that's almost a pick at that point. Honestly, I think I'm gonna go Texas. Yeah, I, and I also the New York Mets. Degrom obviously pitched for the Mets. We are the Rangers now, but and he always pitches so good against the Phillies. He just got paid. Nola is streaky. Like, he's either going to have a really good game or a really bad game. And I think that's what worries me about Aaron Nola as a pitcher himself. I agree. Here's my thing. It's a contract year for Aaron Nola. He still has not been extended. I think he's pitching for big, big money. Whether it's – obviously, I I want him to be a Philly his whole career, whether it's in Philly or somewhere else. I think Aaron Nola has something to prove. Uh, I think think it's a pitcher's duel. I think you're looking at a 3-2-2-1 game. Give me Aaron Ola and the Phillies uh, opening day in Texas. Uh, Let's go down. uh, Let's go to Kansas City. We have the Minnesota Twins facing off against the Kansas City Royals. I like the Royals with the upset. Granke's back in his uh, former team. I think that was his first team, right, Granke? Correct. He's going to have a great opening day. Uh, I have to agree. Pablo Lopez is an absolute stud. Minnesota traded for him. I think the Twins are better this year. I like I like uh I like Grunky. I love 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 Bobby Witt Jr. Uh I think Kansas City has a lot of young talent. I'm gonna go with the Royals on this one, although I think the twins have the better season uh altogether. Oh I completely agree. Uh New York Mets going to Miami face the Marlins. What do you got? Did someone say back to back upset alert? I like Miami over New York today. Or match predictor Miami fifty two percent compared to forty eight percent. Great pitching matchup for this one, too. Max Scherzer and Sandy Alcantara. Um, Zanelli's got Miami. Um, fuck it. I, I'm not going with the Mets. Give me Miami. Just because, also, because fuck the Mets. Yes, absolutely. Completely agree. Well, I, I honestly, I don't think Miami's going to be bad. I really don't. No, it's the best division in baseball other than the Nationals. Let's be real here. My, Miami's probably going to compete. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, this game's gross. This is rough. <laughs> oh god pirates and reds yikes are you picking pirates for ray 
I was gonna say I'm gonna go Pittsburgh for my dad, but I'm not confident <laughs> in that pick. If you're listening, Dad, I love you. I'm not confident with either pick, honestly. This one's I'm just gonna throw one on the dartboard and I'm just gonna go with Cincinnati. <laughs> Zanelli with the Reds and Jacobs with Pittsburgh. I like it. That game's so bad. Oh my god, that game. That, that game screams like eight to seven, like best game of the day too. Oh, hammer the over. Yeah, I'll hammer take the over it. on that one. Um. Ooh, I like this one a lot. Good opening day. Game. Toronto and St. Louis. I like Toronto on the road. You got Toronto this one. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the homeboys, the uh, the Redbirds, Matt Pearson and his Cardinals. Don't let me down, Pearson, or I'll fucking kill you. I'm just looking at the pitching matchup. I like I like Manoa better than uh Miles Mikolas. Yeah, they're yeah. they're both studs. I mean, Mano- Mano- Manoa is nasty though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, Nicholas comes down a little bit after last year. I, I like Manoa on that one as well, but I'm going to go with St. Louis. I think uh, I think Goldschmidt and Arenado have a lot to prove after the bullshit they pulled in the World Baseball Classic, not being all that great, if we're being real here, especially in the final. They fucking sucked. Um, I'll go with Cardinals on that one. Uh, interesting game, Rockies and Padres. Uh, I think San Diego is going to come out this season, whole revenge tour. I think they're going to be one of the best teams in baseball. I agree. Give me San Diego. Yeah, I don't think it's even close in that one. Interesting game. Um, if it was in Colorado, I might take the Rockies. It's in San Diego. Like Steve said, they got something to prove. This team is just fucking loaded top to bottom. It's it's um, too stacked to not try and go all the way. Yeah, give me San Diego on this one. Uh, next game, ESPN, 7 o'clock game. We have uh, the White Sox going to Houston to face the defending world champion, Houston Astros. Great pitching matchup. Yeah, Dylan Cease, Framber Valdez. You love to see it. <sighs> Give me Houston. Of... Yeah, I, we're, we're gonna. I'm we're going go favorite on this one. Yeah, I think this is a very good game, though. I really do. Yeah. Um, I, I think this. <clears throat> excuse me. This screams uh, White Sox jumping out to a lead. Maybe not early, but at some point, and Houston winning the game late. Maybe a walk off. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm smelling it. I will take the Astros in that one as well. We are down to our last three games, uh, all 10 o'clockers. This one, the uh, LA Angels are going to Oakland. Awful game. Yeah, but Shohei's on the mound, so I know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> yeah, obviously going LA Angels, even though they stink too. I agree. We're going to both go with uh, with the Angels on this one. Uh, I do like Kyle Muller, though, you know, former Atlanta Brave. Uh, I think send over in the – why can I not? I'm losing my mind. The Matt Olson trade uh, should be a good one. Here's here's one that I'm actually kind of interested in. For as awesome as the Dodgers are, and Julio Urias as well. Uh, He's filthy. Zach Allen is a very good pitcher. Yes, he is. And I like the Diamondbacks a lot. I don't know where you're going with this one. Give me the Diamondbacks on an opening day upset. You know, I I like the Diamondbacks with the upset as well. Plus, they're not. They don't got to travel that far. They're still on the western side of the United States. I. I like Arizona. I like it. Yeah. And they were playing all of their games in their home state for spring training. That's good. So, and plus, fuck the Dodgers. That's fuck the other the Dodgers. fuck. Damn right. Fuck them. And last game of the night, uh, another really good one. We have the Cleveland Guardians and uh, Andres Jimenez. Shout out, second baseman, getting uh, after being a first time All Star and uh, and a Gold Glove winner as well at second base. Seven year, a hundred, I believe, hundred nine million dollars, hundred and ten, something nice. like that. Yeah, very, very much deserved. 
Um, a nice extension for him at as Dodger or Dodgers, uh, Guardians, Mariners. Steve, what are you thinking? I'm assuming the Guardians are the favorite in this one. Assuming, um, you would be wrong. Matchup predictor really? has Mariners 56.4%, and uh, we have uh, also another very close line though. Uh, we have Seattle minus 120 on the money line, Cleveland plus 100 over and under a six and a half. Wow. Um, give me Seattle. I think Seattle's going to be another team that's on the rise this season. Yeah, you and I are both going to agree on this one. Um, we mostly agree, though. Like, we got a, maybe like three or four differences. Yeah, let me see. Uh, one, uh, two, three. Yeah, four. Yeah. I like I'm it. Like. I'm so excited. So, yeah, we'll we'll try to remember to, to give our picks. Uh, We'll try to do something like this all the time. Um, we have some some ideas for what we want to do baseball season wise this year. Maybe you know how we did our bets of the week every uh, <clears throat> excuse me every every week last year for uh, for the football season. We something I I've been cooking up. We can uh, try to discuss and and get you guys ready for baseball season this year. Uh, try maybe a weekly weekly picks uh, along those lines. So keep tuned, friends. Uh, and with that being said. Keep tuned for um, NFL news because apparently it just never, ever stops. I don't know. Uh, Steve, have you heard about Foster Moreau and what happened? Oh, did he? He had to, like, basically end his career, right? Um, I don't know if he's going to end his career, but uh, he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Oof. How about this, though? I, I don't know what it is with the Saints medical staff. They found out about John Dorenboss, and he had to get, what, emergency surgery, didn't he, essentially? Yeah, with his heart. He had a yeah. very bad heart problem. And then and now you have uh, Foster Moreau was looking to sign with the Saints, and as they're doing their physical, comes back that he has uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. So, crazy. Uh, happy to see, at least, though, he found it early from what it sounds like. He can, you know, fight and hopefully get back on the gridiron at some point. It'd be nice to see. I always like Foster Moreau. Just a good, just a, a nice play to end. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Foster. Hope we do right. Um, fun fact: the NFL has now legalized the jersey number zero. Did you see uh, somebody who's already announced they're going to be wearing it? Who? Calvin Ridley of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> did Something he? Uh, did he have to pay? Did he have to place a wager to get that number? <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's, it's fun fact: the Eagles actually got that rule. Uh, they're the ones who introduced the rule. The rule oh, change. Really? Yeah. Um, it was that, and then that punters can wear numbers like zero to forty-nine and uh, ninety to ninety-nine, something like that, for the rule change. That would be gross. Looking at a punter that's like number like forty-one. I love it in college football when I see it. You think the, the, kick- the random <laughs> kicker wearing number ninety-seven? <laughs> That's yeah, my that's favorite, like, dude. That's what I was about to say. Hey, dude, he's I, got a leg. I love you. <laughs> you have your, your normal kicker. You have like, yeah, I mean, I, I know Jake Elliott can boot it, but say, say you have Jake Elliott come on number four, and then it's like, we got a 70-yard attempt here. Let's bring in the big boy, <laughs> number 98. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking trucking, got a Diet Coke in one hand and a football in the other. Oh, man, I love it. So what – um. I mean, I think there's two really big things to talk about NFL-wise. I know there's been a lot of signings. 
uh, since we've last spoken to you guys. Some some movement as well. Just happy Aaron Rodgers is finally almost fucking gone. Um, it's not official yet, but it may as well be official at this point, I guess. Um, it looks like there are two bids for the Washington Commanders right now. I did see that news, but I was at work when it happened. Can you... Uh... So we have a Canadian billionaire. I don't know how to say his name because it's very tough. Uh, it's a fully funded $6 billion offer. <laughs> um, Steve Apostolopoulos. Great name. Yeah. Great name. And the other group, it's led by none other than Philadelphia 76ers owner, Joshua Harris. Stop. Is it really? Yes. They said, they said we we talked about this before, like two months ago, where we said that he was in consideration for it. Yeah, Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails, um, their group, which now includes Magic Johnson as well as uh. He, That's the name I owner. saw. That's yep. the, yeah, I saw Magic Johnson. I didn't know that Josh Harris was a part of that. Yeah, he him and uh, Rails are leading the group. Yep. Dude, talk about fuck you, money. This Josh Harris is about to own the Sixers, Devils. And commanders. He owns another team too, I think, like a smaller team. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know. But I think his main team, he rides with the Sixers. He rides the Sixers hard. 10 9 8, baby. Oh, also MLB news. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Zanelli's favorite MLB player will be out this season. And you're saying that term light, uh, lightly, incredibly sarcastically. So, yeah, Reese Hoskins torn his ACL. Somebody was screaming. Somebody started screaming, Steve. They were like, I forget who it was on the radio or whatever it was or TV. <laughs> they were like, You really wish for injuries? And they were like, No, but I'm, I'm almost happy Reese Hoskins tore his ACL because he did it to himself. If he would have fielded the ball right, he wouldn't have had to step back and tear his ACL. Oh my God. I was like, Dude, you sound just like my friend Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but Well, I love that guy. Yeah. I figured you would. Yeah, I think that means Derek Hall, no, uh, may get a, a look over at first or they move Alec Bohm to first. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, for as streaky as Reese is, when he gets hot, he gets hot. And that's that's a leader, too. You know, he's loved in that clubhouse. That That is one thing I do love about Reese. He's a great leader, and he's a great locker room guy. Yeah. He, bring, he brings a ton of energy that that team needs. I, I will agree. give him that. Yeah. So he'll be missed, but um, we shall see. Quick trivia. Where did he play baseball in college? It was either one of the Arizona schools or a California school. Am I right? It is a California school. Not one you would think of right I know. It's, it's not UCLA. It's either UC Irvine or UC Santa Barbara. UC Irvine. Incorrect. It's actually neither. Really? It was not the Anteaters? <laughs> That's their name? The UC Irvine Anteaters, yeah. <laughs> Who do you play for? The University of Sacramento. You're right. You are right. He's a Sacramento kid. You're right. Yep. Damn. That's okay. I tried. Um, yeah. Also, um... How about this whole Lamar Jackson thing? Oh my god. This is this is actually turning into a mess right now. Turns out he's officially requested a trade. Um 
they were going around too to a few different teams. I saw like interviews and videos. Like even Dan Campbell, uh, MCDC came out and said, "We love Lamar Jackson, but we have a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. We have our guy." Like they they truly love Jared Goff. I don't think Jared Goff's a bad quarterback. No, I I think he could win a Super Bowl. I really do. That's not a bad take. I like he's that take. Ta- he's already taken the team to the Super Bowl, and I think he's gotten better since then. I think last year was probably one of his best seasons. I think last year for everything, for what the season was as well, and the team he had around him, I think that's his best season of his career. I really do. Excuse me. Um, Scotty Miller, fun fact, Atlanta Falcons. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, um, who was it? Arthur Blank, their owner. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. He came out and said – I, I can't find MSN, it. MSN reported something 51 minutes ago about uh, Arthur Blank. Go ahead, read it up. Uh, let me fire that baby up. Um. Oh, also, no. He's he's saying he's saying that the Lamar Jackson situation is very different from Deshaun Watson. Yes, um, that's right. That's right. He said, he saying, said it's, he's a different player, and it was a different time than last offseason. Yeah, you know, it's that and the fact that you know. Lamar has missed a lot of time in the last couple of years due to injury. He pretty much came out and said, if I'm not mistaken, um, he's not sure that Lamar's game can hold up over X amount of years, that even though he's a great player, he doesn't know how long Lamar's game will be able to, you know, last in the league with the hits he takes, you know, the the injuries he takes. I hate to be that guy. I, I understand that they went after Deshaun Watson and listen – Deshaun Watson was never convicted of what he did. I'm not saying he's not guilty. I'm not saying I like him. I think he's a scumbag. I think he's an asshole. He was never convicted of any of these crimes. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, you're right. different. it's different in that sense. If you're looking at, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate here. The Atlanta Falcons also didn't completely offer a 240 some million dollar guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract like the Browns did. And that's what Lamar wants. And Atlanta's come out and said, we're not doing that. Pretty much everybody has. And pretty much every team is not doing that. And that's the, the Browns, thing. Ron, the Ron Browns Rivera, are just stupid for Ron, doing Ron, that. Yeah, I completely agree. Ron Rivera came out and said today, too, he was one of the interviews I saw, was like, listen, we made the decisions that we made with quarterback, essentially, you know, to stick with Sam Howell and to bring in Jacoby Brissett, because how much compensation are you going to have to give up? He said, you know, Lamar Jackson is a generational talent. But the roster building and the roster movement and the construction of your roster, everything has to change when you bring in Lamar because of the contract and the style of play and and the draft picks you're giving up in the capital. He said, and that's why we made the decisions we made. And, and he's and, not wrong. And when you give a quarterback that type of contract, it's kind of hard to build around that quarterback. I completely agree. So, also, like, why, you know, why do you, like, for example, Aaron Rodgers, he's one of the – he, he has one of the highest salaries yes. per year in football. He never has talent around him. You nope. wonder why? They can't afford good talent. Correct. And you probably loved hearing that. I fucking love it. <laughs> fucking love it. Also, uh, happy 328 day, unless you're a Falcons fan. Oh, special uh, shout out. Uh, happy birthday to my boy Matt. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Matt. Do I know him? Um, you might have met was him. Maybe the, was that the one when we were just absolutely annihilated? 
At the pub? Yeah, was that for his birthday? It might have been. Oh, or no, that man. was my buddy Sam for Sam, his 21st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, yeah. What a night. I'm taking him out. I'm taking Matt out Friday for his birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. Um, yeah, happy 328 day. Crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, other than um, Chris Ballard pretty much came out and was like, yeah, we're not ruling anything off the table, though. Talk about a puppet. Jim Mercer is fucking puppet. It's it's Chris Ballard, though. He's He's a goofball, dude. Jim Mercer is a goofball. Yeah, but I love Jim Mercer. <laughs> he's a goofball, but he's got fuck you money and he plays guitar all the time. Like, come on. He's a fun owner. He's oh, he's he's fun at least. Yeah. He's also uh, probably the reason Dan Snyder is not going to be the owner much longer in Washington. So, I love that. Well, but everybody hates Dan Snyder. That's different. Yeah, That's but Jim Mercer is the one actually speaking up about it. <laughs> well, yeah, Dan Snyder's a scumbag. Yeah, Jim Mercer snorts a line of cocaine and then he goes, "Ooh, let's get him going." Just like that. Look at my guitars. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say? We move to uh, from some professional news to some collegiate news. March Madness has been in full effect. And it has been mad. It's been fucking chaos, dude. This uh, weekend. Oh, the whole tournament. We haven't we even talked about the tournament. Um, we talked about the seeding, you know, after everything like that, but we haven't talked about any of the, anything of the madness. Um, this is the first tournament actually ever that does not feature a top three seed in the final four, um, since seeding has started. It's the first time, if not ever in a very, very long time, no one seed, even made it to the elite eight which is insane and then i don't did any two seeds make it i'm trying to think no twos no threes no ones well i no, i mean the, th- the elite eight gonzaga made it to the elite eight uh, they were a three but i i know that ucla was a two seed they didn't marquette was a texas. two. they didn't make it yes the texas was the lone two seed to make the elite eight that's insane so seven of the top eight teams did not make the Elite Eight. Every five seed made it to the Elite Eight. I mean, I had Miami in the Final Four, but... Oh, no, never mind. Sorry, I think I got that wrong. Yeah, never mind. San Diego State, Miami... Um, yeah, no, UConn, UConn beat St. Mary's. UConn's a four. Um, and then who's the other team... I forget the other five seed, but that's okay. Oh, Duke. Yeah, they were a five. They fucking Duke. They Duke to bed. Um, fucking Tennessee, man. Isn't it crazy, though? You look at a team like Florida Atlantic. They've made it all the way to the Final Four. They very well should have lost their first game against Memphis. Absolutely. Down by four with, like, seven seconds after something like that and get absolutely hosed. And, and, sin- and since then, they looked really good yeah. since that very first week. No, who looks really good other than, I mean, UConn looks unbeatable right about now, honestly. UConn looks like the best team in the Final Four. Yeah. San Diego State. Mountain West. I love it. Isn't it ironic, too? The Mountain West gets eliminated in 10 hours last year. And San Diego State all the way to the Final Four this year. Which, shout no out- one, 
which everybody thought they were going to get out like real quick. Charleston was one of the biggest upset picks in the five twelve matchup in the first game. But yeah, shout out Brian Dutcher. He actually was one of the biggest uh, recruiters of the Fab Five. Fun fact: he was with Steve Fisher at Michigan back in the nineties. He uh, he was an assistant coach with Fish, helped bring in the Fab Five, and then uh, followed him to San Diego State. And was with him for all the years at San Diego State as well, and uh, has taken over as the head coach since Fisher left, and uh, is now in his first Final Four. So that's that's really cool. Uh, I I bet the general majority of people that did brackets this year at least have maybe one Final Four team left. I had Miami. That's it. I have UConn. That's yeah. all I got. Our bracket and... has officially come down to nobody of the of this. Well. I guess technically 15 people who fully finished their brackets. Nobody picked the champion. It's insane. I think Houston was the last. Houston leg. was it. Houston yeah. and Bama both. Yeah. Because they both lost in the Sweet 16. So. It got, those scores got really gross in our, in our bracket uh, challenge. It got, it gets the winner. Quick. The winner's going to have like 60 something points. Like that is sad. Yeah. If, if so. It now has turned into also girl power, apparently. Uh, Kelly, one of my old regulars at Ruby Tuesday, uh, she is currently in first. So if Miami loses to UConn on Saturday night, Kelly wins the bracket. But if Miami wins Saturday night, you know who wins? Logan's girlfriend herself, our buddy Kristen. Where am I at? I'm just curious. Where am I at on the? You're you're uh, you're in second right now. Oh shit! So you won money no matter what. I friend. do. Yeah, congratulations. You either will get second I... or third. What's what's second place get? Um, I wrote it down. I have to look. I don't have it on me right now. I thought um, we just did one. What what first place wins all? That's what I thought it was. Never oh. mind. No, third place you'll get money back. Dude, I've come in second place in every single one of your like little. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I can't get first. I get second every time. I'm literally Phil Mickelson. Well, he's won a lot of majors, though, to be fair. Yeah, but he's coming second place a lot, too. Yeah. Who's Who hasn't won a major? Um, I'm like Andy Murray of... Brand. You're like Andy Roddick. <laughs> Andy Roddick! That's a good one. That's a good one. But, uh... Yeah, it's been insane. We had a one seed go down again this year. Purdue, Philly Dickinson, um, Princeton, the two seed, beat our 15 seed, beat the two Arizona. I think they're one of my favorite teams to uh, to keep an eye out for in the bracket. Yeah. Just because. I love a good Ivy League team. It's a local school Ivy League. Like, not not a lot of times you get Ivy League teams in the bracket. And... Well, I mean, they're in the bracket every year, but not, not often they, they advance. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually made it to the Sweet 16. Like I, I'll tell you, though. 15... They... God, God, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying for a 15 seed, they played really well. Yeah, they they have – there's, like, really good stories. Of the, I mean, Yale, the, the, you know, they, they wanted to run the one year. Um, Cornell's been to the Sweet 16 a couple times. Princeton, when, when, when Fran Dumphy was at Penn, they were always a, a hell of an out. The Ivy League, man, they they show up sometimes, man. Oh, the last thing I want to talk about with the uh, with NCAA, yeah, is the Creighton San Diego game. Literally, uh, Super Bowl two Yeah, but you, ha- I mean, that's you, you have to make the call. 
I'm saying, I'm just saying, it's another yeah. call that is that gets called nearly fifty percent of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the and the the, air, the, the time that w- when it was called to basically define the game. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like it was it was a, it was a, it was a foul. Like yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna disregard that. I'm just saying like it's just it's funny how it basically decided the game too as it did kind of with the Super Bowl, but not not in the same sense. But you know yeah. what I mean. Eagles fans are the Leonardo DiCaprio meme right now, looking at the TV with a stogie in his hand. Yeah. That's that's Eagles fans right now. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was also a very ugly game. It was 56 to 56 Oof. at the time when it happened. So that was not the prettiest game. but And, and want to talk about UConn smoked Gonzaga. Yeah, they, they destroyed Arkansas too. Like they're – ever since that first half against Iona – when Rick Pitino had those boys up, they just – They smoked every team. They're unbeatable right now. Beat Iona by 24. They beat uh, St. Mary's by 15. Then they beat Arkansas. Arkansas by 23. And then they beat Gonzaga by – almost by 28. They were up by 30. Yeah. And the and saga – the saga of Drew Timmy might be over. Yeah, that's a shame though. Like it's Can you imagine getting the Elite Eight and you're like, we are one game away from the final four? Like we're such a good team. And you lose by 30? Yeah. Bad luck. housed. Bad luck. Like that's rough. Like that's like they were saying on part of my take. At least Creighton, it's like we lost by one point on a foul call that people are pissed about. You know what I mean? It's it's the Eagles in the Super Bowl. It's Joe Burrow with the Bengals against the Chiefs. You know what I mean? It's Gonzaga lost by thirty. Oof. It's like I can live with that. Like I can. I, we lost a close game. I they got fucking hosed, dude. Like wow. All right, so final four picks. Let's go. Um, first game of the night: FAU San Diego State. What you got? It's the day of the dog. Give me FAU in the final. The FAU owls. Dude, like, I just think they're. It's one of those like like a Cinderella story. Team it, of destiny. It, they looked really good ever since the very first week, the round of sixty four. You know. Yeah. They, they've looked really good, and like the same thing with San Diego State. Everybody was writing them off in the very beginning of the uh, the tournament, and now they're in the final four. Yeah. I mean, either way. Bravo to both those teams. Yeah. Dusty May, the coach of the FAU Owls. Love that name. And what is I what love... is their center's name? Vladislav. <laughs> For which, which which team? FAU. He's a seven foot center. It's like Vladislav something. <laughs> Vladislav Golden, I think his name is. What a name. Fucking awesome. Um in that game, I'm gonna go San Diego State. Give me Brian Dutcher. Okay. I like the Aztecs in that one. Um what about uh Miami and Yukon? It's UConn's championship to lose. They are playing the best basketball in this entire tournament. Well, we're on uh, opposite sides of the coin on both games, Steve. I'm just riding FAU for the dog. Oh, I, I just know. love. I love. Give it. me, give me the, give me the U, give me the Hurricanes in an upset. I love Jim, Jim Laranaga. Um, this is and something that I know UConn's been there and UConn's got all the talent. Miami's got a hell of a team. Isaiah Wong and some of these boys. Jim Laranaga's been to the Final Four before. 
Nobody talks about that. I know it's George Mason. They lost to Florida the with Joakim Noah, Al Horford, Corey Brewer, that team. Their first of two championships. That's who um, George Mason lost to in the, the Final Four. I will go with the Miami Hurricanes and Jim Laranaga. All right, so UConn, FAU. You got UConn winning the whole thing, Steve? Yes, sir. They're my only Final Four team left. I'm yeah. riding UConn. Well, since my only Final Four team left is the Hurricanes, I have Hurricanes and Aztecs, Battle of the Five Seeds. Give me Jim Laranaga and the Miami Hurricanes. Cut down the nets. That's what I'll take. All right. That was a uh... – there's just so many upsets. How about like the Furman shot? How insane was that? For, the Paladins. The Paladins. <laughs> oh my God, that pass! You, you know, you know college more than I do. Who had who has the best like name in this tournament? Um, the Paladins. I don't know the name. I, I don't know the names of these teams. So yeah. Um. I always liked it. I mean, they weren't in the tournament this year, but the Red Raiders at Texas Tech. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Um, I like the Marquette Golden Eagles. Um, the UC Irvine Anteaters. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a fucking awesome one. Um, How about the Howard Bison? It's yeah, a good one, too. Um, the, the, one of my favorite ones, Steve, the St. Louis Billikens. <laughs> I love it. The LaSalle Explorers. That's always a good one. Drexel Dragons. That that was iconic seeing Drexel a, in there. A good Philly one. School. The Dayton Flyers. That's a fun one. I was like the Nebraska Cornhuskers, too. <laughs> it, it just fits. Like, you know. So, the, the, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch, dude. Oh, also, you see Caleb Love is transferring from North Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. North Carolina's got five or six players in the transfer portal. Jesus Christ. Like players that played too. Yeah. Wow. So that one bad season, they're I'm out. They're gonna look very, very different next year. I think they need it too. Baycott's coming back. Um, I haven't heard about RJ Davis, but yeah, they uh they're they were missing Brady Manic this year. <laughs> so all right, let's um Let's move into um, one of our new uh, our new segments, one of our new favorite segments. Steve, you know what time it is. Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> what are you? Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It doesn't miss. It doesn't miss. It does not miss. All right. We start in NBA or NFL? Let's Give me NFL two. this time. I usually go NBA first. Give me We're NFL. On NFL. All right. This player played for one team his whole career. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> I mean, it works. It does, but. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers. Incorrect. I mean, this, technically, that counts, right? It still counts right now. Technically, yeah, yeah. He's technically not on the Jets yet. Not yet, no. Uh, this player was a top five NFL draft choice. Hmm. One team his whole career. Top five. 
Jamar Chase. Incorrect. This player, 10-time Pro Bowler. Ooh. 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 Um, usually, you don't really give hints like that yet. Is he still currently playing in the NFL? Would you like that to be your next clue after this next guess? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that, um, is, that is not an answer I'm going to give you yet. Okay, fair enough. Um, one team his whole career. This guy's nice. He's nice with it. He's wheeling and dealing. Styling and profiling. <laughs> what you got? Oh, my God. Calvin Johnson. Incorrect. <sighs> All right. Uh, so, so far we have one team his whole career. Top five pick. Ten-time Pro Bowler. And to answer your question, Steve, this player is retired. Is retired. Okay. Ten-time Pro Bowler. I feel like that's hard to get in a skill position. Yes. To be a ten-time Pro Bowler. So this e this dude, I'm assuming quarterback, but I feel like that's the easy way out. Oh, he's retired. I was gonna say I was gonna say Travis Kelsey, but you say he's retired. But he's not old enough yet to be a ten-time Pro Bowler. Antonio Gates. Oh, that's a good guess. Incorrect, though. Oh, I like that guess. Um, this player, NFL 100th anniversary team. Hmm. Give me a throwback name. Give me Otto Graham. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> this player. Won an MVP award. A single MVP award. I didn't say I, – I just said this player has won an MVP award. Won an MVP. So maybe single, maybe not. Okay. Okay. Actually, I'm going to give you a double hint on this one. Okay. This player, see if it, if you can – this slims it down a lot. I'm going to be real. MVP and Heisman Trophy winner. Ooh. Yep. Jim Brown. No, incorrect. This player was on the 1990s All-Decade team. <laughs> I just thought of a funny one, but I realized he played for two teams. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say Mark Brunel. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think Mark Brunel's on the 100th anniversary team, but, you know, <laughs> that's just my guess. <laughs> um, I love it. Larry Fitzgerald. Incorrect. Oh. He also – Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, now I'm thinking like about it. Three, she, yeah, but, not, he didn't play in the 90s. All right, so Whoops. let's go over your clues again. This player was an MVP. This player was a top five draft pick. This player played for one team in his career. 
This player is a 10-time Pro Bowler. This player was on the 90s All-Decade Team and the NFL 100th Anniversary Team and has also won the Heisman Trophy. Okay. All right. This player is a 10-time All-Pro, six-time first team, four-time second team. Oh, my God. This dude's filthy. <sighs> yeah. 90s quarterbacks, 90s quarterbacks, 90s quarterbacks. Um, Dan Fouts. No, incorrect. This player, two-time Offensive Player of the Year, was a Rookie of the Year offensively once. Jesus Christ. And was a – I'm going to leave it at that for now. I feel like I'm beating around the bush. This dude's a legend. Yes. Absolute legend. He's got to be a quarterback. Has to be. What do you got? I'm, trying, I'm thinking of 90s quarterbacks. Um, no, it wouldn't be him. Um... Oh no, he didn't. He didn't play for more than one team. It's actually. I feel like it's harder thinking of players that have only played for one team. Sometimes it sounds. It sounds crazy, but no. Like, some, I, sometimes I think you're right because you're you. Every person you think of played for more than one team. <laughs> no, sorry, Vaughn. Vaughn just texted me, and his his picture came up. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Oh my Lanta. Vaughn, if you're listening right now, I love you. It's the picture of you at the Phillies game with your mustache and your sunglasses on. I can't help it. <laughs> Thank you for paying for March Madness. I know that's why you texted me. That was your NBA 2K uh that was, logo. Yeah, Vaughn, fun fact. You were my my team logo. <laughs> Middle of my court, on my jerseys and everything. You were my logo, yeah. It was incredible. Um, by the way, my answer. I just had the name in my head and I lost it. I hate my life. Um, Come on, Steve. You're going to hate yourself when I tell you. I literally had the name in my head. Dan Marino. No. This player was also a four-time NFL rushing leader. It's Emmett Smith. No, he played for two teams. It is not Emmett Smith. Oh, my! it's Eric Dickerson. It is not Eric Dickerson. Oh my goodness! I don't know what else to give you. Um, I, I, this is the first one. I'm absolutely stumped. This player had his number retired by his pro team, and by his college, Oklahoma State. Is it Earl Campbell? For the love of God! For the love of God, it is not Earl Campbell. For the love of God, I whoever this player is, I'm so sorry. You are forgotten in my mind. This player wore number 20 in the NFL. It's Barry Sanders. It is Barry Sanders. Wow. And what's crazy, too, he didn't even play that long. He played 10 seasons, was a pro bowler, and an all-pro in all 10 of those seasons. That See, that that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Five foot eight. Yeah. All right, NBA time. That's the first one. Wow, that took a while. 
Yeah, that was that was rough, buddy. That was bad. All right, this player has played for five NBA teams. Kevin Love. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah, four. This player was a top five NBA draft pick. Mellow. Incorrect. This player has won an MVP award. Mm. Won an MVP. Ooh. Elton Brand. Incorrect. I don't think he actually ever won an MVP. Uh, This player, NBA 75th anniversary team. Okay. Five teams. I think he played for more than five. I'm going to go Shaq. (laughs) Yeah, he played for more than five. Incorrect. Uh... Player is a nine-time NBA All-Star and a two-time All-Star Game MVP. Ooh. Okay. Five teams. Yep. You haven't given me, like, a super old head, so I'm not even going to think of an old head. Okay. I don't think so, at least. Five teams. Two-time All-Star MVP. AI. Incorrect. This player has been a scoring champion and an assists leader. Ooh. Scoring champion and assists leader. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Let's go. Russell Westbrook. He's All the right. only point guard I could think of that was a scoring champion. I thought that other would than AI. Yeah, I thought that would give it away. Yeah. All right. NFL, we ready? I don't know because the first one. Oof. This player has won a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> This player has been a Super Bowl MVP. Nick Foles. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> and this player has won an MVP award. T- total side note, Nick Foles would be a great one to do. Oh, I thought about it. Because you can you, you can go off a couple of different things. Steve, with that. I'm going to be real here. We're going to do a Scrubs edition of this as well one time. A Scrubs edition? Where, like, they're not Hall of Famer. Like, they're just like – like, when I did oh. Mark Sanchez – they're going to be like Mark Sanchez type players. <laughs> like all of them. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. What was your last hint? I'm sorry. So, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, NFL MVP. Okay. Tom Brady. Incorrect. 10 time Pro Bowler. John Elway. Incorrect. I'm firing out guesses. I love it. Um, let's see. Let's see if you can if you know this stat. Okay. Uh holds the NFL record for consecutive passes without interception at 402. Ooh. 
Oh my god. I've heard this stat before. That's an insane stat, by the way. That is insane. That really is. Someone that's really accurate. Someone that doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, I feel like. Um, that is insane. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I want to say Dan Marino, but he didn't win a ring, I don't think, right? Or did he? Did he win a ring? I don't remember. Oh, where's Whittle at when I need him? Um. Oh, Drew Brees. Incorrect. Oh. This player was a first-round pick in the NFL draft. 402 passes without interception. It's for, just a first-round pick, you said? First-round pick, correct. First-round pick? Okay. Russell Wilson. Incorrect. He was a third-round pick. That's right. Duh. This player has only played for one team in his NFL career. Oh, fuck. Here we go again. Steve Young. I know he played for only San Francisco. Incorrect. Four-time NFL passing ratings leader. It's Pat Mahomes. Incorrect. Oh. Five-time All-Pro, four-time first team, one-time second team. I'm thinking modern day here. At, at least, like, more towards our generation. Okay. I'm thinking, because they didn't really throw the ball like that back in the day. It's got to be a dude that's just slinging it. <laughs> it's your boy, Rogers. It's Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Fuck that guy. <laughs> when you said Aaron Rodgers, when you when I was doing Barry Sanders, yeah, I was, I was like, thank God he guessed it on this one, and he won't guess it on the next one. All <laughs> right, I got one more for you. Okay. I, I, I had to do that last one in honor of him, hopefully not being a Packer much longer. Um. This NBA player. Where should I go with this one? I'll just make it a little easier on you. One only one NBA championship. Chauncey Billups. Ooh, incorrect. This player has his jersey retired by two NBA teams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Whoa, a little curveball action. And their college team, obviously. Will Chamberlain. Incorrect. Uh, but that's true. All So far, all those are true. Yes. Uh, this player was a part of the 50th and 75th anniversary team. Old head. Okay. Two teams. I feel like this might be a trick question. Okay. Because I feel like maybe the second team he never played for, but his numbers retired. I'm going to go Bill Russell. Incorrect. Oh, wait. He only won one title. Bill Russell has like 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. This player <laughs> averaged. I'm not going to tell you their exact. Uh, I won't tell you their exact numbers. I will just say 25 and 5 or greater. Okay. 
tw- like he averages what twenty five points and five what twenty five and, and five. five. 25 and 5 for his career? 20 points, 5 and 5. Okay. So 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, but it could have been a little more. Okay. Oscar Robertson. Incorrect. This player. The big O. The big O. 10-time NBA All-Star. I'm going to go with the logo, Jerry West. Incorrect. Oh, see if you can figure this one out. This player ended his NBA career in the same city he played his college basketball. I know you don't know college as well, but. That's an interesting, that's an interesting uh, fact. Yep. One NBA championship. Yep. Guy has one guy has one ring. And I'm gonna be real with you. You're gonna think of him for one team, but he did play for a second team, and that's where he won his ring. Fun fact. Okay. Okay. I know you know he played for that second team, but is it Carl Malone? Incorrect. Malone never won a championship. This player was not a top 10 pick, but was a first round pick. Number retired by two teams. One of the only players I know that guy's number reti- retired by two teams is Jordan. Okay. Or three teams. He's guys number retired by three teams, actually, right? I know two. I'm not positive the third. How'd the Wizards not retire that man's number? Well, they did. I'm sure they did. His numbers are retired by the Heat, too. That's right. Um, That's why Jimmy's wearing number 22. Yeah. I'm trying to think of teams that have mo- that has the same person retired. But only one ring. Yeah. Abdul Jabbar's a good example, but he's got yeah. like six rings. Yeah. This is a good I'm proud of this one. This is a pretty good one. This is definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, 50th. So he's got to be old. But how old? How old is the real question? Give me, um, ooh, give me Dominique Wilkins. Incorrect, but a very good guess. What year was he drafted? This player was in, I believe, the same draft as Dominique Wilkins. Fun fact. Um, Was that the Jordan draft? It might have been. Jordan, what year was Jordan drafted? 83, right? I believe so, yes. This is the Jordan draft. Oh, the Sam Bowie draft. What do you mean? Not Jordan. This is the, this is this, not the Hakeem Olajuwon or the Sam Bowie draft. (laughs) This it's player was he, also incorrect. We already used him before. This player, been... correct, incorrect. This player was indeed on the dream team. Oh, I got it. Let me hear it. 
Nah, actually, it's probably wrong. I'm going to go with Clyde Drexler. Incorrect. No, no, no. I'm joking. You're correct. <laughs> it is indeed Clyde Drexler. See, I. Yeah. That... The next, the next guess we didn't get it was he had an awesome nickname. Oh, Clyde the Glide. Clyde the Glide. I um you, nicknames just don't hit the same anymore. I remember in 2K where they had like the special like story modes for each player, and he was one of them. Yeah, that was way back when. That was like when they first had Jordan on. And you got the like it was like a my team like thing. Yeah, it was like, like Jordan. The... I think Larry Bird was one of them. Clyde was one of them. Magic was one of them. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. That was like we're talking like 10 2Ks ago. Yeah. That was like 2012 or 2013, I think. Maybe 2014. I remember he obviously he shined for um Portland, then he he played He got traded mid-season and won the ring that year in Houston. Yeah. Yep. And he played for the Houston Cougars, fun fact. Oh, did not know that. Mhm. All right. Steve, I think it's about that time to uh, wrap up with everyone's favorite segment on this day in sports. <laughs> All right. March 28th, the last podcast of March, may I add. On this day in sports, the fourth NCAA men's basketball championship, Stanford defeats Dartmouth in the title game, 53-38. to and that was 1942. In 1944, the sixth NCAA men's basketball championship, Utah defeats Dartmouth 42 to 40. On this day in 1950, the 12th NCAA men's basketball championship, the teams in this one make me giggle. The City College of New York beats Bradley 71 to 68. Who and who? The City College of New York and the Bradley Braves. On this day in 1963, the AFL's New York Titans become the New York Jets. On this day in 1972, Will Chamberlain plays his final pro basketball game. And on this date in 1975, the Washington Capitals win their first game on the road after, get this, 37 straight road losses. Yikes. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, On this day in 1977, the 39th Men's Basketball Championship, Marquette defeats North Carolina 67-59. to Um, A couple more. On this day in 1982, the first Women's Basketball Championship, Louisiana Tech, defeats Cheney 76 to 62. Let's see. What do we got? On this day in um, 1983, the PGA Tournament Players Championship at TPC Sawgrass. Hal Sutton comes from four strokes back with a final round of 69. Nice. nice. To win a rain-affected Monday finish by one stroke ahead of Bob Eastwood. On this day in 1990, Michael Jordan scores 69 points. Nice. nice. It was his fourth time scoring 60 in a game. On this day in 1990, U.S. President George H.W. Bush awards Jesse Owens the Congressional Gold Medal. 
Owens was no longer with us, but still got the medal. Well-deserved. In 1999, the 18th Women's Basketball Championship, Purdue beats Duke 62-45. to Should have said something to the men about how to win a game. <laughs> hey On this day in 2004, the PGA Players Championship, TPC at Sawgrass, 23-year-old Australian Adam Scott holds on for a second-ever PGA Tour title, one stroke ahead of Patty Harrington. And on this day in 2005, another Players' Championship, TPC at Sawgrass, 48-year-old Fred Funk becomes the oldest ever winner of the event, one stroke ahead of Luke Donald, Tom Lehman, and Scott Verplank. Verplank. Some great names. Steve, we have some birthdays today. Ooh. Other than your boy, Matt. Happy birthday to Jerry Sloan. Absolute legend. Passed away in 2020. Happy birthday to the best free throw shooter of all time, Rick Barry. Oh, the grandma. It was, hey, it was wet. It was wet, dude. Happy birthday to Byron Scott. We got some good NBA ones on this day. <laughs> Happy birthday to everyone's favorite eight and eight coach, Jason Garrett. Fun fact, born in Abington Township, Pennsylvania. Are you serious? Yes. Look it up. Wow. 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 Happy birthday to Keith Kachuk, NFL left winger. Was a uh, very good goal scorer, 500 goal scorer, actually. His two kids are possibly going to be better than him. Brady and Matthew, they're both like all-stars right now. They're like 23 and 25. Incredible players. Happy birthday to Casey Jones, a former center for the Broncos. Wow, Jason Garrett went to Holy Cross. Yes, yes. And, oh, we have two more. Happy birthday to Luke Walton. (laughs) (laughs) What a stiff. What a stiff. And happy birthday to, I don't know, you might know this name. He's a tennis player. Three-time Grand Slam winner. From Switzerland, Stan Vavrinka. Who? <laughs> Who? Uh, Stan Vavrinka. Although it's spelled W A W R I N K A, like Wawrinka. All right. Sure. Can I tell? Did I tell you, Logan? I know you're listening. Logan had possibly the best sure I've ever heard in the car. <laughs> I think it was in the car on the way home. He. He he almost sounded like an old like hound dog. He went sure. <laughs> I I can't explain it, but it was like sure. It just ooh. oh oh. We need to ooh. add something to the pod. Let's hear it. Uh, they announced the finalists into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, What do we got? What do we got? So we got a lot of names from our time. Oh, that's my favorite. We got Dwayne Wade. Yes. Dirk. Dirk. Pal Gasol. Pal Gasol. Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Becky Hammond. Oh, okay. And Greg Popovich. I thought you were about to say Greg Oden. I was going to (laughs) scream. No, Greg Ostertag, actually. (laughs) 
Greg Popovich. That's awesome. That's a great class. Wow. I feel so old. I remember I watched Dwayne Wade in the final four at Marquette. Those are one of the first final fours I watched, dude. A lot of people were uh, beefing with uh, what has Becky Hammond done. Yeah. Wasn't she a baller in the WNBA? I was going to say, yeah, dude. Homegirl was a stud in the WNBA. Let me pull up her stats real quick. She was like awesome, dude. But, uh, Becky Hammond. Not to mention, she's one of the first assistant coaches of all time. And now she's a head coach in the WNBA. She went undrafted, too, by the way. She was an wow. all, uh, three-time All-American at Colorado State. Um, Someone said Hornets legend, Tony Parker. <laughs> yo, shut up. That's awesome. That was such a weird time. I forgot about that. That was that, that He only played there one year, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's a six-time WNBA All-Star, two-time first team, two-time second team, uh, assist leader in 2017. She's a part of the 15th, 20th, and 25th anniversary teams. Her number 25 is retired by the San Antonio Stars and the Aces. She's won a, a, a championship as a head coach, uh, WNBA coach of the year already. She won a gold with USA in the Jones Cup. And because she, she used to be a Russian citizen as well, which she still is, duh. Um, she won a bronze at the uh, Beijing Olympics with uh, Team Russia. Let me see if her, where's her stats. Um, she wasn't a starter at first. She got like really good. Dude, she shot forty seven percent from three one year. She was like a ninety percent free throw shooter for her career. Her all right, her career. Let's see. Um, field goal percentage forty four percent, not terrible. Three point percentage thirty eight percent. Uh, free throw percentage ninety percent. It was eighty nine seven. Uh, 2.5 rebounds, 3.8 assists, and what about points per game? 14 points per game. Pretty good. Just, but for what she did, too, you know what I mean? Technically, Yao Ming probably shouldn't be a Hall of Famer, but it's what he meant to the game. Basketball is different with that kind of stuff, to be fair. Yeah. Like, for example, Pop is still coaching. Yeah. He's getting inducted. Yeah. So... Steve, this is a pretty good podcast, I'd say to myself. Yeah, we got actually, we talked about a lot of different things. It, it yeah. was very productive. About an hour and a half in or so, maybe a little bit less. We, we were on for almost 40 minutes early. Yeah, that, that's short for us. Yes, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Steve, final thoughts? <sighs> let's go UConn. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, let's go Phil's. Let's go Phillies, baby. Sixers, we got to finish strong. Sixers almost came back against the Joel Embiid. Well, Joel Embiid list Sixers. Uh, I was saying with you, with no, Nuggets. with no Joe. Yeah, but you know, Nikola Jokic is the MVP. Sure. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. We'll talk for another thirty minutes about fucking Jokic. Um, my final thoughts once again, Jeremy and Jordan. Congratulations. Um. All-timer of a wedding. Legendary wedding. Jeremy's um, got a wife. Jeremy says, this my wife. <laughs> I, when he made that Facebook post, I totally read that. As, oh, this yeah. Is my wife. yeah. Is this my wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Hope they're enjoying their mini moon. Oh, yes, sir. Um, also, not to get too sentimental real quick, um, I want to shout out the Nashville Police Department. Mm. I don't know if you know, you know yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, uh, incre- I know exactly what you're talking about. Obviously, incredibly disturbing and disgusting and sad uh, with what happened with the school shooting. But um, I saw uh, – did you see the the cam, the body cam footage? I did not. Um, it's chilling, but it's absolutely incredible the way that they, um, the way they handled the situation, but just how professional dude, like I'm not even trying to be funny right now, obviously, but like, it was almost like a perfect, like call of duty. Like when you're calling out to your teammates and stuff like that, and it just, everything's going right. Like it was off. I'll, I'll have to find the video and send it to you. Like, it's it's incredible. Um, yeah, on that video for me when you can. I will as soon as we get off. I will. Um, it's it's chilling and it's very very tough to watch, but it's those those officers, the whole squad. They just they deserve all of the credit in the world. I think from the time that the first call was made to when they got on scene or to when they brought down the shooter, it was fourteen minutes. Like, the amount of lives that were saved by those officers. Unfortunately, you know, they lost six lives, three um, three adults and three children. Um, it's awful. But um, it could have been a lot worse. So, uh, obviously, they're, they're, not, they're never going to hear this. But um, shout out to them. They're the real MVPs, the real heroes. Uh, just incredible. I'll, I'll send you that video. It's it's incredibly sad, but it's also like a super proud moment. Like they, they, they were incredible. They were awesome. Um, so yeah, but we'll we'll um, we'll end this on a little higher note, guys. Um, obviously, thank you so much for listening as always. Um, incredibly excited for the Final Four this weekend, and for Major League Baseball to be back, man. God, opening day is the best. Um, NFL season, dude. The draft is like a month away. So we'll have our boy Archie on again pretty soon. We'll do another mock draft. I'm so excited for that. How excited are you for that? You didn't get to do that last year. I'm very excited. It's going to be the very good time. So, guys, uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, uh, give us a listen. Check us out on our social medias. Spread the word to your family. Uh, give us a listen. And uh, hopefully we, uh, we get some good content out for you soon. So, for the shorts and who is not here, for Zanelli, who is here, and for me, Jacobs, I'm also here. This has been North South Podcast. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a good night. Deuces.
trick All the talk shows, North, South, y'all favorites You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless Coming to you live in CPA The three boys with the smarts, no GPA So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know It's North, South, turn it up and enjoy the show